morning. If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. 
we'll be looking at verses 1 through 4. Now, in the Gospels, we have many different accounts of Jesus' miracles. And the past several weeks, we have looked at his miracles where he had the power to cast out demons and how this proved his deity and power over the forces of Satan. We looked at how he calmed the storm and how that proved his deity and how he has power over creation because he created all things. We've looked at his power over, you know, to, to meet our needs when he fed the multitudes. He has power to meet our needs and that proved his deity as well. And then we looked at his power when he raised the dead and how that proved his deity and shows that he has power over life and death. Today we're going to look at the miracle of his cleansing the leper and what this means for us and what this proves about Jesus Christ. So look at Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. It's written, Now when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And lo, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Master, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, putting forth his hand, touched him, saying, I will be thou clean, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus said unto him, See thou tell no man, but go, and show thyself unto the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a witness to them. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just thank you, Lord, for your word, and I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And Lord, I just thank you for the gift of your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and, and what he means to us and what he has done for us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to take what we learn and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would just be with those that are sick and shut in, those that could not make it today, those that have lost loved ones. We lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Just speak through me, Lord, and give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. And Lord, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision today, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. Just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now in these verses, we see Jesus healing a leper. Now, what has happened? If you look back, chapter 5 through chapter 7, we have the Sermon on the Mount. And what is going on here is Jesus has just finished 
the Sermon on the Mount, he's come down out of the mountain. And when he's come down out of the mountain, he and the disciples are walking and a leper comes up to him and starts to beg Jesus to be healed. And then, if you look at what it says, it says Jesus touches him and heals him. The leprosy is cleansed. But then he tells the leper to go, instead of spreading abroad what has happened, he says, see, you tell no one about this, but instead go to the priest. And show yourself to the priest and give the offering that is required. And if you look back into the law, you will see that concerning leprosy, when someone was declared a leper, they were shunned and they were kicked out of society. And then they had to remain that way until they were healed of the leprosy. And then once they were healed, they were to go back and show themselves to the priest because only the priest could declare them cleansed of the leprosy. And once the priest declared them cleansed of the leprosy, they had to offer an offering for their cleansing. So Jesus tells him to go do this to show himself to the priest. But then look at what he says right after that. He says, for a witness to them. For a witness to them, he wanted this man to go to the priest and be declared cleansed as a witness to Jesus' power. It would show the priests that the Messiah had come because only God could heal this leprosy. And we'll, we'll look at that more closely here in a, in a minute. So, showing himself to the priest would not only declare Jesus' power to the priest and that the Messiah had come, but it would also allow this man to be readmitted into Jewish society. Because up to that point, he was cut off from everything. He could not go to the temple and offer sacrifices or offerings. He could not go to the tabernacles or to the synagogues. He could not do anything in society. Basically, the lepers lived on the fringes of society. They had to stay out of the cities because leprosy was so contagious. So he could not do anything. He couldn't even work. So going to the priest would not only declare Jesus' power to the priest, but it would also let this man be readmitted into Jewish society. So Jesus tells him, don't tell anybody about this. You know, don't start spreading this abroad. I know that this is a great miracle, but instead go do these things first. Do these things first. Now we also find this same healing mentioned in Mark 1, 40-45 and Luke 5, 12-16. And in each of these we see Jesus telling him to go to the priest first and not to tell anybody about this. But what we also see is he disobeys. In Mark and Luke, we see that the man disobeys Jesus. Instead of going, 
right to the priest, he starts telling everybody about the miracle. But you know, it's sort of ironic, isn't it? Here we have Jesus telling a man, don't tell anybody about this. Don't tell anybody about this great miracle. And he goes and tells everybody, but then he commands us to go out and tell everybody about him, and we don't. I just find that sort of ironic, the way society works. So this man disobeys Jesus and starts spreading this abroad. And we see the consequences of that in Mark and Luke. It says Jesus really couldn't enter back into any of the cities very much because the people would start mobbing him, wanting to be healed. But let's look a, bit, a little bit more closely at this healing. Here we have a man with leprosy. And this caused this man to be shunned by society. A shame so bad that if he saw anyone walking close to him, he would have to start yelling out that he was unclean. No one could come around him. He couldn't work. He couldn't be around his family. He couldn't be around anyone but other lepers. The only other people that he could be around was other lepers. But then he meets Jesus. And he begs Jesus to heal him. And as we've seen in the other miracles that we have looked at, Jesus has compassion on this man. And his compassion was so great that Jesus reaches out and touches him. He probably hadn't been touched in years because of the leprosy. But Jesus reaches out and touches him and heals him. The leprosy is cleansed. And then Jesus reminds the man of his duty concerning the law of Moses. Now I want you to turn over to Mark chapter 1 real quick. Look at Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. And look at verse 43. It says here that Jesus gives him a strict or a straight command. A straight commandment. In the Greek, That also can mean that he gave him a stern warning. So basically Jesus warns this man with this command. Go to the priest and follow the law. 
He wanted this man to go to the priest and follow the law. Because if this man did not go to the priest and get declared cleansed and give this offering, he would be doing what? He would be sinning. He would be violating the law of God. And he would be sinning. That's why Jesus gives him this stern warning. Instead of spreading this abroad, you need to go and follow the law. Don't sin. Go right to the priest. Once you leave here, go to the priest and give this offering and let the priest declare you cleansed. And let that be a testimony to them as well that the Messiah has come. Because the priest would have to examine him and declare him cleansed before he could be readmitted into society. Even though Jesus had healed him, if he didn't go to the priest, even after being cleansed, he still couldn't enter society legally. He had to follow the law. Now I want you to think about something else. Other than this miracle here, and then where we have the miracle of Jesus healing the ten lepers, how many other times in the Bible was leprosy healed? Two. Two other times. That's how rare it was. The first was Miriam. If you remember in, in Numbers chapter 12, when Aaron and Miriam complained about Moses, she was stricken with leprosy. And Moses had to petition God to heal her. That was the first time that someone was healed with leprosy, and it took the power of God to do it. And the second time was in 2 Kings with Naaman. If you look at 2 Kings 5, you see the story of Naaman where he goes, he's stricken with leprosy and he goes to Elisha. And Elisha tells him to go, you know, dip himself into the Jordan River seven times and he would be healed. So those were the only two times before Jesus healed this leper in the Gospel of Matthew. So what would this healing do? It would prove to the priest, not only did Jesus want him to go and, and be readmitted into society, but this would also prove to the priest that the Messiah had come. Because leprosy had not been healed other than those other two times. And that was through the power of God one, answering Moses' petition, and then two, through Elisha the prophet. So Jesus had healed this man of leprosy, and the Messiah had come. And then again, 
as I said, the man would be readmitted back into society. Now this healing proves something else spiritually. It proves something else spiritually. First, it proves the deity of Jesus Christ because the other two times leprosy was healed, it was God. And here we have God healing these lepers. But it also proves something else. It proves that Jesus has the power to cleanse sin. Jesus has the power to cleanse sin. Now think about something. Only God can cleanse sin. Only God could heal Miriam. Only God could heal Naaman. And only God could heal these lepers. Only God can cleanse sin. Because there is a similarity between the way leprosy is treated in the Bible and the way sin is depicted. This is where we see Jesus' power to cleanse sin. Now I want you to think about something. According to the law, the leper was cast from society. They were cast out. The only way they could be readmitted into society was to be healed and then go to the priest and give an offering. Adam and Eve... What happened to them when they sinned? They were cast from God's presence. Pretty much cast from his society. Then they would have to continue to offer offerings that never really cleansed them. It was an ongoing sacrifice. The leper was declared unclean because of the disease and cast from society. And in the Jewish society, what happens? They lose access to the temple. In the Old Testament, they lost access to the tabernacle. Now what did the tabernacle and the temple represent? The tabernacle and the temple represented God's presence. It represented God's presence. They lost access to this. What happened to Adam and Eve when they were cast out of the garden? They lost access to God's presence. They could no longer be in the presence of God. Yet, what happens when we meet Jesus? What happened when the leper met Jesus? Jesus cleansed him. And if the man had kept the law and went and showed himself to the priest, he would have been readmitted into society and then he would have been regaining access to the temple and to the sacrificial system. Thus, he would have been readmitted into God's presence, to the temple. Through Jesus cleansing our sin, what happens? We're readmitted into God's presence. How? 
to the indwelling Holy Spirit. We have the indwelling Holy Spirit, but we're also admitted into God's society, the church, the body of Christ. And then God, like the priest, once we have the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ covering us, God declares us clean. The cleansing of the leper proves Jesus' power not only over sickness, but it also proves Jesus' power over sin. He can cleanse us of our sin just as he cleansed the leper. And it also proves his deity. As only God can cleanse the leper, only God can cleanse our sins. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Just help us, Lord, to look to you for guidance. Help us, Lord, just to look to you for just understanding into all things. And Lord, I just pray that if there is anyone here that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. Just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're here today and you need to make any decision, come as we sing.